<laughs> if you could learn any skill right now, what would it be? If you could learn any language, that you know, language is easy. Skill is harder. Skill. Okay. So I went with that question. I good question. I refuse to answer the question. Broad questions. Okay, no. How about this? How about this? What skills would you like? Like, if you could learn any skill right now, what would it be? But you have to give like your immediate gut reaction. I when I heard that question, I immediately. I mean, I had my my answer was my gut. So <laughs> yeah, but when, when you said when you said that, my immediate thought was backflips. I want to be able to do backflips. I want to <laughs> wow! So there That's we go. better than me. I was immediately like, "How do do sex good?" <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> wow! Okay, so we have <laughs> yours is probably more useful than mine, honestly. So. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I mean, maybe you can combine the two skills. Oh my gosh, backflip You just want to instantly do it better. I mean, that's the boring answer, though. What's your gut reaction? I was going to say, like, animator draw. Okay, that's okay. Yeah, yeah. animation's a good one. Like, that's something like, I like. Professional, like, and just, like, not need to worry about, like, training that mm. skill, like, from, like, base levels. Like, I would do that. I mean that's fair. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. Damn, I, I I let my I let my 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 primal <laughs> elements take over like my true like <laughs> desire. Now we know why you didn't want to answer. <laughs> <laughs> Krista is more on track. She is not like instantly held have down. all the knowledge and skills to make your own anime. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, Krista no, no. Joey wants the 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 quote uh like sex training from yeah. like book two of Nathan. <laughs> <laughs> he literally goes through a sex training. Life. He does. Joey's gonna become like a porn star. <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's like as soon as I gain the skill, like I immediately grow like a really thick mustache <laughs> <laughs> and become like a douchebag. <laughs> yeah. Well, I've already got that one down. <laughs> Real good. <laughs> Would you say that? Wait, what? What did you say? <laughs> say that again. No. <laughs> no. Okay. Um, okay, we can play it back. <laughs> okay, so yeah, definitely uh, let us know what you said. He's going to get a <laughs> a sound bite of that. Just... Yep. Yep. So uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna send it to I'm your mom. Quiet. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh dear. No, do it. Actually, yeah, do it. <laughs> send it to your mom. Oh, the things I'm going to say. <laughs> my oh man, is really boring. My okay. gut, my gut reaction was I want to learn IT because people who work in IT make a lot of money, and mm. I've been looking into it. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, I would like to skip past all the like going to school and shit and just be good at it. Yeah, yeah, that sucks. That shit's dumb. Right? <laughs> school sucks. School is freaking balls. I have a second answer, and that second answer that's also a gut reaction is I'd like to be able to turn into black goo. Specifically <laughs> <laughs> black goo. Why though? <laughs> I don't oh, 
think that's a skill, Paul. I think that's. <laughs> it's a, if it, if we were in a video He's game, it would be a skill. He's staring into Fortnite screen. <laughs> people are turning into like boys. Yes, like, the, up, the after the Fortnite update where the everybody Fortnite turns. Oh my god! All right, I'm gonna use the restroom. <laughs> okay. Um. So Ryan, what skill do you want to learn? So I mean, the the gut reaction right now is what I've been trying to work on. It would be how to successfully own and operate a business. Aw, that's good. That's good. That's your like, it's, your it's so boring compared to other things like being. Good. Well, why was mine the wait, only wait, one that wait, was wait, like? Wait, 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 but like, what kind of business would you build? Do you have any business plan? I have multiple ideas right uh, now, but it's to do, it's like, it's one of those things where I don't, I, I mean, I went to school for chemistry. It had nothing to do with anything like business related. <laughs> so now it's yeah. like it's trying to, trying to start like a bartending business and trying to figure out like, okay, how does an LLC work? And how does, how do you do yeah, taxes yeah. after that? And I'm like, <laughs> Interestingly enough, I feel like this question might have like been the most like revealing question we've actually asked so far. <laughs> Probably <laughs> actually. About what people demonstrated about themselves, like Ryan, he's like you know he's actually like kind of grounded and responsible. Krista, she's really focused on whatever you know her interests are. Joey is very fucking lonely yeah. right now. <laughs> <laughs> Joey is down bad, and he's also uh, he's also primal. And, uh, and and Paul is Paul is a child. <laughs> uh, wait, did, no. did did Johnny have uh, no no no? Um, I I I'm gonna go with um being able to sleep on command. Oh, that's good. Well, I'm on my own command. I was gonna say, is it other people? <laughs> that command? that reveals that reveals something about Johnny too, because Johnny is like go 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 twenty four seven, like yeah. most energetic person I know. But he just wants to to turn off. <laughs> well, that's a yeah, that that's would be a fair. too, though. Really, you could like optimize yourself so much. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah. I waste a lot of time. And and I, I lose I lose sleep. I have a very long winding down time. Mm-hmm. It's and um mm-hmm. I sleep schedule when it varies. It's just it, there's so much it's that I could do both relaxing and purposeful that it's it's having this long sleep time and it, it being a big iffy thing is just hard. Mm. Yeah, that makes yeah. Perfect control of your own sleep would be great. Yeah, that would that, that would be cool. I almost feel like that's kind of like one of those like God asked Solomon what he wanted, and he like asked for wisdom, and it was the best answer. <laughs> like, I think control yeah. of sleep would really be like a hack. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Very good answers, everybody. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, I was like the whole time until Paul mentioned like that this that this question was actually kind of revelatory. Um, like I was like, I don't want to use this. I'm gonna have to ask us to do another question. But now I think like I'm satisfied with with that. <laughs> that was pretty good, honestly. <laughs> uh, it felt good for everyone. It was therapeutic. <laughs> That was beautiful. Just guys. like the orgy that Joey's going to have once he gets. <laughs> I never want to be tired again. 
you understand? Is falling asleep at will, is that a skill that you can develop? Because It might be. (laughs) You can train your mind and body to do all kinds of things, dude. You know, (laughs) someone should tell me how. (laughs) Do you know how much that would help with, like, chronic issues and psychosomatic issues? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 That's. Yeah. I just um, want to be financially stable, guys, and I want to work from home. <laughs> God damn it! Yeah, <laughs> I don't would leave love that. Freaking house. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so with that out of the way, uh, that self-revelation and shit, <laughs> I think it's time to start this episode of Teen Titans Roll. <laughs> episode synopsises open right now (laughs) i took the road less traveled by yes so okay so here is essentially the situation just to lay it out there cyborg has laid some traps and it does bump the base level of of security up a little bit for the tower from where the show was. Now, I fully accept the argument that Mad Mod circumvented their security in the original one. However, I have the counterpoint that security in season one of the Teen Titans is kind of shit because, like, their tower gets broken into multiple times, not even just to mention just, like, Blackfire shows up and goes in there. And last time, I even had Blackfire get fucked up by his taser thing. So... Taking all of this into account, I think that the um, this should really, as is appropriate for a Dungeons and Dragons podcast, be left to a roll. Mad Mod has his own abilities and stuff. That's kind of a secret from you guys. Uh, but all things taken into account, um, I am going to roll a d twenty in the um, in the roll twenty chat. So that you guys can see it. And if it is bad, Mad Mod will fail at getting, because he, uh, he reveals that he puts gas, knockout gas, um, basically through the ventilation systems um, in the episode. And that's how you guys normally would start the episode, waking up in his trap. If he fails, Something else will happen. <laughs> so, um, 
if there's nothing else anyone wants to say about that, I will proceed with the roll. No, that sounds fair. Okay. All right. I'm going to roll now. That is a 14. That's not really the end of things that... That's a pretty middling roll, to be honest. Um, <laughs> did you have a DC? I, I did have a kind of a general DC in mind, and I wanted him to do more, more convincingly good <laughs> on the roll. Because the traps in place... The traps in place are sort of an issue of, like, detection, perception, and also, like, magical perception. Because Cyborg has placed, just for the listeners' sake, Cyborg has placed alarm spells around the entrances and accesses um, to the tower. Um, And he's also queued for, like, a net a web spell to activate. So it's sort of one of those things where if you don't de- magically detect that there's an alarm spell active, uh, you're, you're, you're no, it's no good. Um, you will activate it. Um, person will be notified. The, the traps will activate. And then it's just moments before cyborg can start acting, uh, to back that up. So, Regardless, um, I think I think I would consider this a failure on Mad Mod's end. So it wasn't um, a 50-50 because roll. It's not a fifty-fifty. It's like it's a skill. Oh. Does he have um, modifiers? Does he have Mad modifiers? Mad modifiers. <laughs> He's got yeah. some. St- stuff but the thing is i it's more like it was a dc and he didn't really get it okay completely um i want to see what happens let's do it what okay so titans um or first cyborg you are awoken by the now do you have the alarm set to just alert you or to go through the whole tower like as an alarm situation i think it activates something in the tower so we wouldn't know we wouldn't know if it happened if we were gone all right yeah fair enough fair enough so um alarms start going off everyone wakes up you guys all wake up the alarms are going off cyborg um yeah because it tells you um, an alarm alerts you whenever a tiny or larger creature touches or enters the warded area. So it would, I think you would have, you would know that it's the roof access. The ventilation system access has been activated. So there is an intruder on the roof. I, I, I pick up my communicator and I'm like, hey, wake up, wake up, everybody, there's, there's something on the roof. It's uh, it's it's probably not a dog. Okay. So you guys stumble out of bed. I'm assuming. Yep. Yeah. Get okay. Wearing uh, wearing you know cartoony nightcaps and nightgowns. And <laughs> yeah. Just take the elevator. 
Um, yeah, you guys start taking the elevator, which you notice. Uh, do you want to activate the modifications you've made to the elevator? Heck yeah! Rocket power! Okay, so as you guys get into the elevator, it fucking, like, shoots up at, like, ridiculous speed. <laughs> and you guys get to the roof, like, really fast. Um, and it it's, like... Yeah, um, Cyborg has put rockets in, in the elevator so that it will go up and down faster. It's not gonna, like, slam us on, like, the, the roof and kill us or something, right? Uh, I don't, I don't think so, no. <laughs> it's just extra movement and speed. <laughs> <laughs> the thing about Mad Mod is that he's literally just an old man. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so... Let me roll. His cane isn't even magic yet. Are we bullying an old man? Like, like we Always. haven't done that before? <laughs> when, we fought, uh, when we fought Mumbo? Oh yeah, definitely. 100%. <laughs> oh my god. Um, okay. Yeah, no, that's a nine. Oh, no. <laughs> and he's definitely not mar- rocking any bonuses. Uh, so, you guys get up to the uh the roof you all jump out in a dramatic superhero pose ready to fight whatever the threat is like oh is slade sending his robots to assassinate us or whatever and you see this figure in the dark like uh that they're by the ventilation access the top of like one of the vents is off and and this turret is like pointed in an area and it's just shot this creature with a a web spell like a net basically um and it is now struggling and he's like oi what the fucking cunts (laughs) (laughs) language (laughs) it's bloody cunts (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> um so yeah do you guys go over to uh to, to inspect the this intruder yes yes oh yeah so you guys you go over and you see this old human man with these like kind of weird half like spectacle things and he has this like bag and um he also has this like thing on his back it's all bent and fucked up because he's like in the net and it looks like this basically like it's like a a backpack propeller that sticks out like he helicoptered onto the roof um with this device and um but now he's trapped in the net and he's struggling and cursing uh he's dressed in like in black but like if you kind of shine light on the black you see there's like some semi-reflective like union jack patterns <laughs> like in it in like the the weaving of his shirt and stuff and like the beanie he's wearing on his head and he's like oi uh he's he's like he's like you get me out of this right this instant you little duckies <laughs> an old man fell from the sky why is there a man on the roof why does he have an accent? Wait, hold on. He has a repeller from his back. I thought this dude was just homeless, trying to find a place to sleep. Beast Boy, is this the Santa Claus? Did we Tim Allen the Santa Claus? <laughs> <laughs> no, he's not dead, I don't think. 
hey, hey, uh, what are you doing here? Uh, I, yeah, I'm, I'm good old Saint Nick. I was just coming to deliver your presents. Does he make it? Does he have a deception check? Uh, well, go ahead and roll insight if you want to really be able to tell if he's lying. I know I failed it. I'm, I'm thrilled. I'm very excited. Oh, yeah. Where's your red suit and your reindeer? Um, so he, okay, um, just from passive, like, definitely Robin and, uh, and, 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 uh, Raven immediately know this. He's definitely lying. Obvious, just aside from like the obvious fact that he's not Santa Claus. <laughs> so yeah, like most of you, if you want to, like you're not fooled. He's obviously not in a red velvet outfit, so it's not Santa Claus. He's not the Christmas. Oh, shop, you dumb little sprog! Why are you trying to break into our tower? What did he just say? Yeah. What what is what? Sprog! I called you a sprog, you sprog. Nobody knows what a sprog is. The Beast Boy is not a sprog. A sprog has six legs, three (laughs) antenna, and (laughs) eighteen eyes. Wait, are you a Terramangian? What what the heck are you anyway? Terramangian. What? Oh, what? Terra Terra Bethian Terra. Me, I'm a I'm a um That's the one. Yeah. He doesn't come. He's not a Tamaranian, is he? I mean, he's not. He sounds like he's British. He he is not a Tamaranian. He's definitely he's definitely not a Tamaranian cyborg. None of my people are that ugly. Oh, I thought he was from Australia. Oh, little oh, you little snot. Oh, I know that word. This is a bad uh, Christmas. <laughs> what, what month is it? <laughs> uh, I could actually kind of semi-find that out for you based off of episode releases. <laughs> um, let me see. I think we should just call the cops and let them, them sort this out. This is episode 10. It's September. It's late September. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. Christmas in September. <laughs> that sounds old. To, be, to defend My Girl Starfire, September and December, the words sound kind of the same. If this is Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So does November, October. <laughs> yep. They all kind yep. of sound like Every, every, uh, November, uh, month she's like is it is it the time yet <laughs> 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 oh, the um, excited for christmas <laughs> so do you guys just want to call the police uh, about it or yeah, or deliver uh, him or, to the precinct our property yeah. he's, he's he's real dirty <laughs> <laughs> homeless man <laughs> Oi, that's that's not very polite. Like, <laughs> you lot should really be in school, not living in some mansion. You know what's not polite? Breaking into our tower. Hey, Beast Boy, he's right. Shouldn't you be in school? 
<laughs> Heck no. <laughs> He's like, nah, you, you, you duckies should be in school, not getting in the way, getting in, in good old honest villain, villain's ways. Well, that's no, you are a villain. Something a villain would. Uh, wait. Um, <laughs> shite. <laughs> hey, uh, Robin, Robin, what do you think we should do with this guy? You got your, uh, you got your aircraft cables. I do. <laughs> I, I was oh, thinking we just steal so his. Unnecessary. Can I just steal his propellers and set him loose? He doesn't seem that dangerous. Wait, does he have propellers? Is that what it was? Yeah. Well, he has like a backpack with like a propeller out of it that he probably like used to like fly onto the roof. I mean, I feel like you can definitely have that, but then I feel like we should just call the cops, have them come pick him up, breaking and entering and such. Uh, I mean, I, 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 my, my, my aircraft cables are downstairs. I didn't exactly uh, stick them up my butt before I came up. Well, well, he's so he's he's him. caught he he's caught in a web, you know. It's no real rush. He just looks like a regular old man. He has this sack. Do you want to investigate what's what's in his the big I, sack? Oh, he has a sack. The Christmas yeah. sack. <laughs> I do not get my hopes up again. I do not hey, wish these... to look in this man's sack. I I, I want to look, I want to look in the man's sack. Beast okay. boy, what's in his sack? So you you open it and you there are all these like um like like um there are all these like plastic like containers and they all have like these labels on them with like big like um like 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 skull and crossbones and just investigating it a little bit like some of you guys can figure out that he's carrying like some like highly potent like powdered like um like knockout gas essentially that like you would feed into like uh a a an uh a ventilation system like robin you you recognize that what grade of stuff this is that like you'd feed this into a ventilation system it would like it would um it would it's like really fine and it's like high high yields like could knock out like you know even very, very powerful, um, powerfully constituted, like, metahumans. This old man has some really powerful sleeping bags. Very illegal, <laughs> by the way, if that was not obvious. <laughs> he's, well, that could have been really he's, bad. He's a, a sleep poison thief. Perhaps he wished to die peacefully. <laughs> <laughs> okay, On top of the so tower? Here, on the Titan's Tower... To euthanize himself. Oh my gosh. <laughs> because he He's wanted like... to see the whole city. Because the youths live here. <laughs> He's uh, like, Oi, what's the state of, of of children these days? That's some messed up thinking. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna walk away a little bit and radio the police. Don't pick them up. All right. No problem. The police will show up soon. They'll send a helicopter out um with like a like a, a tactical unit and they come out and arrest him because it is like when you describe him it actually does ping some 
some like Interpol like um like criminal alerts. So even though he's restrained, they do show up like in full tack gear and um they they immediately they like grab him and push him to the ground and like start like cuffing his his arms and legs. He's like, "Oh, I damn pigs." <laughs> Um, right before they come, I want to, mm-hmm. can I take some of the, um, some of the knockout powder? Sure. Are you just taking like one canister or are yeah, you just like... one canister? And then I'm going to give the okay. rest of the police. Can I, um, all right. Do you, with, do you, uh, do this in a sneaking manner? Yeah. It's illegal. <laughs> it's an illegal substance. No. Well, he was <laughs> okay. Not so you just take it in front of in front of the the rest of the team is what I'm assuming. Yeah. Okay, I'm uh, watching. That's all I'll say. I'm gonna hand it to the cyborg. Okay, you hand it to cyborg, and I'm gonna say, is there a way that you can, um, what's it called, analyze that to sure. see if there's a way to prevent against this? I don't like that he has that and he was on top of the tower. I look at it and say, oh, yeah, I'm sure I can figure this out. I have some things, some knockout gas of my own. Um, can I can I kind of fiddle with it and try to see if, if, how it works? Um, that would be a longer process of, like, chemical analysis. I, I, um, I'm giving the DM an opening. <laughs> okay, okay, I'll do it later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, we'll say that's that's a longer process. Um, and I need to figure figure that out. <laughs> no problem. Um, okay, so um, all right, you guys. Um, yeah, so the um, the tactical unit shows up, arrests him. They thank you um, for for stopping him um, for your for your good work, um, and they say that they are going to be getting him to the prison, and then he will likely need to be uh uh he will need to be extradited to the uh united kingdom um so yeah that's this weird occurrence that happened in the middle of the night so um do you guys just want to go back to sleep starfire looks at the camera and says i guess that is the end of the episode (laughs) (laughs) okay have a good night guys and uh (laughs) thank you for watching our show all right yeah it's like as it's like as you guys hit like huddle back into the the elevator it's like it you know it's like the the circle closes and black screen but then the circle opens again um (laughs) to a scene of you guys all the next morning uh eating breakfast and getting ready uh for your day you finally have a bit of downtime um you know, other than the random old man on the roof uh nothing really seems to uh have been just dis- to dis- be disturbing you yet um so what would you guys like to to do oh gosh uh, i'm watching tv man <laughs> okay it's not like i have to go to school we just got off a train. The railroad is gone. Where are we? <laughs> you have escaped. 
I, I go flop down in the couch next to my fancy, weird-looking ball full of orbs. When did you get a okay. ball full of orbs? <laughs> Is it orbs? And, and no, I did not tell them the code word to activate the grenade Okay. Launcher. Okay, okay, so that information is not public. I, I, um, I, 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 I well, I, I picked something that I didn't expect them all to say in casual conversation, and if they do say it in conversation, casual conversation, I, I honestly, I kind of want to know. <laughs> fair enough, fair enough. Um, so you guys, yeah, you guys are settling for some TV and relaxation. If there's anything you guys want to follow up on. Um, based on recent events, feel free to do so. I think we should ask Robin about if why, like, if he knows why the CIA or whatever hasn't contacted us. Are you going to mm. do that, Beast Boy? <laughs> that was actually exactly what I was thinking about doing. <laughs> uh, right. Robin, um... What happened to the whole, like, undercover CIA thing? <laughs> I don't actually know. We contacted them a long time ago. At this was, point. Was it the phone scam? Uh, <laughs> you heard any news of that Plastic Man guy? Like, is he... Is he? <laughs> I haven't heard back from him at all. I was going to try and maybe contact them again. With, you know, being in my head Robin. so long, I lost it a little bit. You suddenly your communicator starts to ring serendipitously. It's like, oh, it's like something was meant to happen today. <laughs> hey, I, I yell to Beast Boy. Hey, Beast Boy, you want to play VR? I got, I got a new rig up. Yes, <laughs> let's do it. I, I, I have this new levitation thing, so we're like suspended while in VR. It's really that's cool. Ooh. Cool. Um. All right, so, Robin, you get a call, and you, you step away for a moment to take it. Uh, while you're doing that, I will go over to Raven and Starfire. Okay. So you two have had some... Ever since your psychedelic experience, you've had some moments where... You know, like, you'll have a dream and you'll remember some imagery from the experience. Or you'll just be going about your day, kind of daydreaming, and the, some elements of it will come back into your mind. Are you the talking about me you, or Starfire? Uh, you, Starfire. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, Paul. Um, no, Starfire. Um, so Starfire and Raven, back when you guys... Uh, took that drug when you took it you what you mostly recognize about it is that you had a bad trip um however there were some fairly poignant points of like of memory about it you remember a little bit about this great looming figure um who was like a gray-skinned man in like with a cape and a, a green cape and cloak. Um, and he had green gloves and like, it was in like, like underwear things. And he 
and had like Peter Pan like shoes. And, and that's just like an image you'll see like when you close your eyes, like as like one of those like weird after image light bulb situations. Um, you also remember like you have this name in your head, like you've heard it before. Yeah, sometimes I wake up in the middle of the night sweating and I just say Constantine and I don't know what it means and I go back to sleep. Yeah. Yep. Pretty much. Pretty much. You guys like have this name, John Constantine, and you feel like you've heard of it in passing, like you should know it. And so now you guys find your you two find yourself with a little bit of downtime that you haven't had in a while. Yeah, um, I was actually going to say that during the downtime, I was going to look up John Constantine. So. <laughs> okay. Um, so, I think that while she's looking up John Constantine, I am uh, awkwardly like standing behind her and watching over her shoulder. <laughs> okay, okay. Um, would that would that really qualify as as um, as offering uh, assistance? I'm not sure. I'm going to go ahead and say so because I want the plot to continue. So go ahead and roll, um, Raven. Go ahead and roll investigation with at advantage, and that's going to be. An intelligence check, so it's going to be a d20 plus your intelligence. Being near the beautiful Princess Coriander makes people inspired. I just feel like you're really, you know, giving me some moral support right now. Yeah. <laughs> also, if, um, you know what, actually, you could use Arcana for this check. So go ahead and, so you will get your proficiency bonus. Not, oh, wow. That 20. Nice. See, Starfire, I don't even need your help. <laughs> <laughs> so... Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, that's really good. So with this, it's like, it doesn't take you long to find the information at all. Um, And you are like, oh, I've heard, uh, like, you hadn't heard of by name, but you would heard about the reputation of this individual. Um, He is a member um, of the... Justice League reserves based and he's based in London. He's a magical practitioner and he is sort of an infamous figure. Like he's part of the reserves, not out of a placement of respect as much out of necessity. Like he's who they call when they got no other choice with that. You, you, you get a description of him. Like, you know that, you know, he's, you know, you know, like what he looks like in general. Um, and yeah, he's based in, in London. Do we know what he does? Because I don't want, uh, I don't want us to assume that uh, Raven's player knows Constantine. Mm. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah, so John Constantine, he is <clears throat> a practitioner of the magical arts and he is i mean there's things in the files that you find about uh dealing with demons and angels and all sorts of shit in between and he is who the justice league calls when there's magic shit that they really can't deal with through anyone else's help it would seem um and very powerful yeah it would seem 
Okay. Do we know where he is in London? Um, that's a little more vague. So actually, the file's a little confusing about his basing. It just generally says London, um, but it doesn't give an exact address. And there's actually a status like, like, location mobile. Okay. And then there's 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 a subnote. And it says, sometimes Kentucky. <laughs> okay. How close are we to Kentucky? Well, for you, with teleportation, Kentucky and, and London are almost, like, it's not relevant. Right. Okay. Um, I asked Starfire if she ever wants to go on a road trip. <laughs> That sounds, uh, that sounds the great. I was sorry. I was trying to think of a 2003 thing to say. (laughs) (laughs) Sounds radical. Oh, wait, no, that's new. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know if we have time for a road trip now or if you want to plan that in a later session, Joey. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. Now, um, teleport anywhere. She has the teleportation spell. I guess, yeah. Yeah. Whatever the DM says, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's sort of that's sort of Raven's thing is like teleportation, so Yep. Um so going back for a moment after that discovery to the phone call that you've been having, Robin. Um basically um you answer the phone and you hear Agent Morgan, the FBI agent that you met alongside Plastic Man. She says, hello, Robin. I hope I'm not catching you at a bad time. No, not at all. I've been uh, waiting to hear from you. Yes, uh, I'm very sorry about that. Um, we had some trouble relocating. Um, would you... Be willing to bring the team to meet us at um, at our apartment. We just got set up in town. Yeah, just uh, send me the address. We'll do. We'll do. And um, you basically, uh, she she hangs up, and you get. I guess it would be like a pager. <laughs> <laughs> it would be in the communicator, but it would be like a page situation. <laughs> um. And you get this address in town, uh, this apartment complex in Jump City. Okay. Um, then I'm going to walk back and meet back with the team. And just be like, hey guys, sorry to stop your VR playing. Um, but we got, we got a contact from Agent Morgan. If everybody's ready, we're going to go meet her. just doesn't hear you at all and then screams (laughs) kind of shakes his head and wonders why he came back to lead this team (laughs) oh shit and then smiles (laughs) alright well is that good 
with everyone. <laughs> yes. All right. By the way, also I want to point out I mentioned to Joey that that um, Beast Boy when they were when he found out about a vampire, he started putting garlic in his windowsill and <laughs> and, and like sharpening sticks and trying to figure out like what to do. <laughs> Yeah, that's but fair. it's like very poorly like like um articulated and just like he just like <laughs> has like garlic cloves on like his counter and that's it. So Beast Boy like smells like garlic now is what you're telling me. Yeah, yeah okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah, no, he like, didn't do his research. He's just like they don't like garlic. I'm just gonna put a bunch of garlic in my room. <laughs> Yeah, no, I think we, I think we follow along, or at least I would. I want to know what's up with my, uh, with my sister. Mm-hmm. That. Cyborg, what game were we playing? <laughs> you guys were definitely playing Beat Sabers. <laughs> this is 2003, except I guess he made VR before. I was gonna say VR didn't exist in 2000. Well, tech. No, you know what. There was a virtual. There was a virtual reality attempt on the N sixty four. Yeah, what games? Yeah, or was it Dreamcast? It might have been Dreamcast. I'm like, like, my... hold on, I'm gonna, I gotta send this to you. No, it was like really bad. Hold on, <laughs> they didn't have good games on it. It was, it like failed, it failed miserably. I'm gonna find it. Paul, I feel like this is one of your bathroom breaks where it's like Joey's not sure what's gonna happen next. He's like, I gotta go to the bathroom. <laughs> Mario yeah, Kart Double back. Dash came out in 2003. Um, Luigi's Mansion. Tony Hawk's Underground came out in 2003. No, no, no. This is the, you guys got to be playing the the Dreamcast for or the VR for Dreamcast. <laughs> well, that was they, old even then, though, wasn't it? They made like one or two games for it, and it failed. And I'm trying to remember more. The Sonic Shuffle. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was Dreamcast. I was it a VR thing? It was an attempt at VR. That sounds dangerous. <laughs> it was not good. That's <laughs> what I heard. I'm trying to remember what it was called. They made VR Troopers the video game. Unless I'm just imagining something that doesn't exist. <laughs> it's uh, the Mandela effect. Yeah, right? You know, it might be. <laughs> I, uh, my, my, maybe Cyborg, like, made a VR set for, like, the game systems that, like, already existed. So it was, like, just a, a VR, like, set, like, he was, like, testing his own, like, VR, like. Oh, Yeah. They basically, well, it's VR, but you know how you people try and like have freedom of movement in VR. This is like giving better freedom of movement in VR. You're like suspended and can move however you want. There apparently, okay. there apparently was a VR set in 1968. It looks super weird. That's not what I was looking for. Okay, I'm back. <clears throat> Hello. Alright, so, you guys head to this location in town, um, and you arrive at this apartment complex. It looks pretty mediocre, not extravagant, not super rundown, but definitely middle of the road. Um, and you, um, 
you get there in like the parking lot area and uh kind of out uh, you see um agent morgan and plastic man uh standing there and they wave you down and you land nearby um and they say okay oh right this way right this way we'll show you to our apartment and they start leading you up some stairs to another floor um and as they're going uh agent morgan is just like apologizing to you robin she says oh i'm i'm so sorry we went um we went ghosts there for so long um it was much harder for us to relocate to jump city from mammoth city new jersey than we thought uh at least without you know getting cia attention that's that's completely fine we had some hiccups along the way too so it worked out well in the end she says oh yes i heard some things i wanted to ask you um and like at kind of cutting her off like plastic man is like just starts very loudly like shit greeting everyone and shaking everyone's hands hey there how you doing little missy oh hey oh that's you're a big one and he like morphs into like a big buff guy to like match uh like cyborg's stature he's like hey how you doing there young man like very <laughs> like very like obnoxious and uh extroverted um and just like shaking everyone's hands oh hell hello there um and as you are going up you get to this door and agent morgan oh yeah so agent morgan she opens this door as you guys are kind of all out there and you guys immediately see this girl standing in there about y'all's age and um she is in like a very goth outfit um like long dark hair and like the makeup all done in the goth way like very pale skin um kind of like like a tank top and like and then like this like black dress and she's wearing like stilettos and she has a candle in one hand that's burning and she's holding like this scraggly looking black cat in the other hand and she goes welcome to our dungeon of chaos i am edwina mistress of the of the undead satan loves you i look at raven <laughs> and i'm just like are you related <laughs> <laughs> and like as soon as soon as she does that like like Plastic Man and Agent Morgan just start, like, moving immediately. They're like, stop that! It's like, we told you not to greet people that way! And they're like, and and then, like, Plastic Man turns around and he's like, Satan's the cat's name! <laughs> well, that's, Raven, by the that's way, okay. responded with, like, that anime temple mark. Like the red temple. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, too to Beast Boy asking if she's related. To yes. <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. Um, so they all usher you in while like berating this teenager, and she's like, "Uh, I'm just trying to express my true self. People can't accept accept that. That's their problem." And and like. 
Morgan is like, well, maybe your true self needs to be less off-putting. And like, and like Plastic Man is like, um, he's like, listen, Missy, you're in hot water already. You're lucky we even brought you on this trip. And she's just like rolls her eyes and she's like, whatever. And she like walks further in. (laughs) (laughs) Indeed. And you guys are getting the sense that, oh, this is like a family? Yeah, like like before this before (laughs) this I was like trying to like pick up context clues about whether like Plastic Man and Agent Morgan are like living together. (laughs) And now I'm just now it's just like that awkward thing where you like go to someone's house and like their family is like arguing about stuff and you're just like like, what am I doing here? (laughs) it's very much that they lead you in and you guys all sit down at a uh a table um and as things finally settle down um after like a while of like like plastic man in like the kitchen like arguing with edwina like listen you we don't have to stay here forever we'll go home soon i promise you just need to help us uh debrief and she's like, I'm not interested in your FBI shit. <laughs> and she and it's really weird. But eventually you guys all settle down at the table. And um, Agent Morgan goes, OK, well, it's really good to actually meet all of you. Um, and we are ready. We have made sure that this place isn't bugged uh if you want to do your own uh investigation in that regard though i wouldn't take offense um but sorry just to clarify for my memory and i I guess like Mm -hmm. there's like like Mm -hmm. who are these people like 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 (laughs) yeah yeah, yeah. (laughs) like i know they're are they working with the fbi like well so Agent Morgan and yeah, yeah, like Plastic Man even and Agent Morgan are FBI agents, and they came to you basically a while ago and were like, "Yo, all the stuff with the Cinderblock stuff, like the hush up around it, that shouldn't have happened. Right? That happened from the CIA, and it's bad. Mm-hmm. And we want your help to. We know that that uh, the CIA vampire guy Joseph Logan has like approached you, or they found that out when they talked to you." And they were like, we want to try to do a sting to like get evidence on him so that we can convince the government not to work with him anymore, essentially. Okay. So this isn't like a government operation we're participating in. It's like a it's like vaguely adjacent. It's like internal work. Yeah. Yeah, it's like internal work and then also Plastic Man's a Justice League member, so right, there's right. another weird layering on top of it. Right. Um so yeah. So basically, they say, um, Agent Morgan is like, so we are ready to plan some infiltration, uh, to start some infiltration planning um, with you guys. Um, And to that end, we wanted to, um, well, our adopted daughter here, Edwina... She kind of like gives Edwina like a hug and like pulls her in, even though like Edwina is very like not not into it. Um, Edwina 
Well, before she was with us, she was being raised by her previous stepfather, um, who was himself a vampire. So we figured that she would be able to inform you guys pretty well about their weaknesses. Sounds relatable. <laughs> um, the Beast she... Boy is already the Beast Boy is already an expert on vampires' weaknesses. They don't like garlic. Edwina like immediately goes, "That's not true. That's an urban legend." Oh well, okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, I feel like I mean you probably know us all, but it's nice to meet you all. Uh, especially you, Edwina. Um, and it would be really helpful to know the the weaknesses of who we're going up against. Um, I know we have Beast Boy, and he kind of like looks at Beast Boy for a second, but um, it has been hard figuring out between truth and like fact and actual myth. So, she looks at you all, and... Um... And, like, her parents now are, like, sitting there looking at her. Um, and there's a moment of, like, silence for a while. Like, as you're all kind of waiting. And she goes, no, I'm not going to do it. And they they just explode. Like, <laughs> like, they're like, what are you talking about? They just, like, freak out and start yelling at her. And she goes... I'm not going to do it unless they take me somewhere fun. Well, where would be fun for you? She says, mm. I feel like you and Raven would get along pretty well. <sighs> <laughs> she, she looks at you like, like jet, like she looks at you like weirdly, like genuinely confused. And she's like, wait, why do you think that? Well, Raven's a fun-loving person, like you seem to be. Good save. Raven looks like she wants to leave. <laughs> <laughs> and Raven, or no, not Raven. Edwina. <laughs> I know it's hard. To, um, Edwina just is like, mm, maybe like mysterious adventure or something. Oh, oh, I'd oh. go to a party, and, and she goes, I'd go to a party, too. And then immediately, Plastic Man is like, no, you are not going to a party. The last time I had to get you out of a party, I killed a kid. Oh, God. <laughs> Excuse me? <laughs> he looks at you, he goes, uh, he, hey, he, the, the, the kid deserved it, okay? Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still not convinced this isn't a phone scam. <laughs> I mean, uh, a mysterious adventure. Um, I don't know if we have anything like that right now. Raven, um, we could we could take her on a road trip. I don't know if I want to babysit. Oh, I'm not. She goes, "Hey, I'm the same age as you guys." Is she really out of like out of character? <laughs> yes. <laughs> <Your shit. laughs> 
lacking the sort of uh, sort of worldly wisdom that we've acquired over our many years as defenders of Destiny. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Basically, just like very dysfunctional from a lot of different. I mean, they've already mentioned a previous stepdad. Is this going like, to be an escort? Who was a vampire? <laughs> <laughs> No, Raven, no, Raven, but it could be fun. We we could, the two of us, the three of us could, could get into a car and we would drive to London. But why are you going to London? Wait, why are, you're going to the place that old man was from? <laughs> we are not going to the North Pole. <laughs> um, uh, question for DM, how many people can mm -hmm. I teleport with me? That's going to tell me right there whether or not I can take the child. <laughs> okay, so teleport is you instantly transport you and up to eight willing creatures, so nine total, including yourself. Okay, yeah, that's not an excuse then. Got it. Yep, yep. <laughs> I, I I already knew. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I, I, would really, I would really like us to get in a car and drive to England. I think yeah, I don't think going into Raven's mind is an option this time, so, um... Raven seems begrudgingly, like, okay with it. <laughs> like, she'll she'll do it if, if everyone else wants to, I guess, kind of thing. <laughs> mm-hmm, okay. Yeah, this is the first that, like... A, a lot of you are hearing about this, Robin and Cyborg and Beast Boy. Like, yeah. Suddenly, it's like, oh, you guys need to go to London. Like, what is what is that about? Just to be just to be clear, in character, I am not suggesting that we warp the whole party to London to see Constantine. I am suggesting that the, these three characters get in a car and drive to England. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. So that the seems road trip apparent is, is that... an important part of it for Starfire. So that Starfire wants it to be a road trip. However, most of you know, well, London's across an ocean, so... <laughs> Raven is, like, intentionally not mentioning the, the teleportation yet. He's, <laughs> like, waiting to see how long. <laughs> yeah, so Cyborg, Robin, and Beast Boy, like, how do you react to this this London... I mean, Subject. I, I asked why London already, and I haven't oh, gotten yeah. a satisfying response. <laughs> no reason. So I'm going to ask again, why are we talking about London? Well, Robin, we went on a drug trip, and we learned about a man named John Constantine. So now we're going to go meet him. Agent Morgan just goes, I'm sorry, what? And Plastic <laughs> Man goes... Sounds gnarly. There was also a gray man in large underwear. I see him. In, I see him when I close my eyes. Robin just looks at Starfire now and is like, "What is going on, guys?" You guys wouldn't get it. Sometimes do I do I know dread? <laughs> do I know John Constantine like of John Constantine through working with Batman? Roll history. Haven't had the roll yet. I need to get my history roll out. <laughs> 18. You have heard mention of him when Batman um, has needed to deal with things in Gotham that have dealt with the occult. Um, it 
as far as you understand, he's a reserve member of the Justice League. Would he be somebody that would know about vampires? Potentially. Are you trying to get in on our girls only trip? <laughs> <laughs> that was out of character to be just clear. trying to just trying to figure out what you guys are doing. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, are we not invited? <laughs> no, you haven't asked. <laughs> I mean, that could be a interesting resource. And I mean, uh, he probably knows about Edwina over here. Well, how are we going to find him? I mean... We could hop on a plane to London. I feel like we're just following Mad Mod at that point. Ha- have you guys brought up John Constantine by name? No. Oh, yes, you yeah. have. So. Yeah, they did. <clears throat> yeah, uh, yeah, she, she uh, Ra- mentioned him. Yeah, I think I think I um, haven't talked about this with anybody but Raven. So, yeah. Like, mm, yeah. Yeah. But, so Raven brought it up, and when you brought it up... Uh, like um plastic man goes oh yeah i met that guy he uh well if you if you're looking for him i mean i just say maybe ask around the local pubs kind of re- guy kind of reeks of alcohol even at work it's good enough for me we are the miners mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> teen titans go to the pub <laughs> <laughs> How old are we in the show? Not old enough. Sixteen. Please call this episode "Teen Titans Go to the Pub." <laughs> oh boy! Yep. 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 I'm just chanting "Road Trip, Road Trip, Road Trip." <laughs> okay, we're not quite eighteen yet, right? No. No. Uh, I think the only one who's who's arguably 18 is Cyborg. Yes. Perfect. He can go to the pubs. <laughs> also, it's Europe. It's Europe, though, so I don't know what the... the drinking the, age of England is 18. 18 in Europe, yeah. <laughs> I, okay. I just looked it up. <laughs> okay, good, good, good. Thank you. <laughs> drinking age is on Tamarind. <laughs> <laughs> Probably zero. <laughs> God. Probably there's Maybe. probably there's no there's no beverages that aren't fermented and alcoholic. <laughs> Give it the good substance. Make it so, big and strong. Why are does they this... better than us? <laughs> <laughs> so does this mean you all want to come with us? Well, yeah. You're going to another country. It also seems like it would be good for backup, just in case something happens. Mm-hmm. That wouldn't be a girl's road trip, but <laughs> stop being so binary, Starfire. <laughs> it's two thousand fucking three. <laughs> I can be as bigoted as I want. In two thousand three, <laughs> I can change into a kitty cat, but I can't change into a girl. <laughs> <laughs> what? But he can turn into a female cow. <laughs> he can? No. Yes, yeah, he does. Cow. Cow. <laughs> In real, he 
Jungle? No, in the fucking like in Titans. Uh, How did I turn into a cat? Employee of the got month. An udder and everything. <laughs> yes. I got udders. An employee of the month <laughs> turned into a cow. Should we just take? Can we just take a big cow along with us? <laughs> Cows oh are terrible. I mean, in order to produce milk, I would need to produce a child. You know what? Let's do it. I haven't been to London. I like how this went for girls' trip to uh, the whole team is going now. I mean, we're not invited. The guys can go do something on our own that's better. Yeah. <laughs> Me and Beast Boy are going to have all the fun. Robin can come and too. Robin too. can go play video games or something. No, we're going to go to um, China. <laughs> Okay. Split the party. Split the party. Split the party. <laughs> Has to rapidly come up with a DC-centered China adventure. They really just like go to Chinatown. Like <laughs> we're gonna find. Um, uh, we're. Uh, I can't think of a Justice League person who's over there. <laughs> <laughs> Real time, Beast Boy was trying to think of a Chinese Justice League member. In <laughs> 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 the shredder, <laughs> Captain Adam. Yes, oh, there's an Animal Man. Whoever Animal Man is. Yes. Yeah, we've already gone over this. We've literally had the conversation about Animal Man already. Okay, we don't. We stop. Stop. Stop googling things. Wait, just, is, let's Animal just move on. is Animal Man in China though? <laughs> Why? He is now. <laughs> this party is having some trouble making like narrative decisions. Yeah, it's really bad. Improv, what is that? <laughs> how do how do I team Titan? Um, okay, so <clears throat> are you guys going to London or not? <laughs> Yes, I mean, yes. All right. yeah, Raven yeah. And, and Starfire and I guess Child. <laughs> Edwina, okay. Does an, does an adventure to London to look for a known sorcerer sound like a mysterious experience? She just sort of is like chewing gum. Uh, yeah, I guess so. Okay, then, uh, then let's go. If that's okay with um, Agent Morgan and Plastic Man. They just sort of have like these like bags under their eyes and they look like exhausted and they're like, like put their arms up and shrug. They're like, I guess. (laughs) (laughs) And, and, and there's a moment where Plastic Man, he walks over to you and he kind of like morphs so that he looks like, like, uh, like this weird, like hardened criminal with like a goatee. He says, all right now, young man. You best get my daughter home, my daughter home on time and in one piece. I'll break your legs. Like you did to that kid at the party. <laughs> <laughs> no, he goes. No, I think he electrocuted himself. Oh my god! <laughs> it's child murder. <laughs> Let us get a video away from. Yeah, that's our cue to leave. Uh-huh. Okay. Uh-huh. So you're going to cast uh 
You get to cast tele without, teleportation. Without warning, teleport everybody to London. <laughs> Please <laughs> tell me that you are applying the chance of failure. <laughs> uh yes. Um <laughs> so <laughs> <laughs> um okay planes and cars so i'm just gonna without you... warning just teleport everybody. so 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 what are you visualizing in your mind when he's thinking about london um what's the big landmark in london again big ben that's what i picture all right the big clock okay so <laughs> i don't try i would consider that with tv and stuff that you would have probably seen that is probably viewed once this is a place you have seen um, yeah, so better than description, um, viewed once, we're going to roll on the mishap table for teleportation. Oh, um, <clears throat> you mean we could end okay. up somewhere else? <laughs> yep. Like in Let China. Me... <laughs> like in China. The downside. <laughs> I'm still doing it. We're going to go to China. And oh, holy shit. You rolled a hundred. Oh. I rolled a hundred. Is that good? Is that good or bad? <laughs> that is good. That means you get on target. 74 to 100 is on target. Ooh, not 20, but like bigger. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's amazing. Um, Especially because I just like really want to prank the team and just teleport them. Yeah, like slightly the, disappointed. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like the worst odds were like, 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 in in all odds, you like might have like gotten a little off center, um, unless you did really badly. But you know, you literally got a hundred, so I nailed it. Uh, you nailed it. You literally, you guys all show up. So if it's daytime, okay, what the hell is the time? Okay, the UK is eight hours ahead. So, assuming this was, like, about mid-morning to midday, it's like like the sun is starting to set, or it has set, in, in London. That's the perfect time to go to the pub. Yeah. For, <laughs> yeah, that's true. Oh. <laughs> so, you guys appear in front of this... Uh, don't ask me to get too detailed in describing London. I've never been there. <laughs> but you appear in front of this big, tall building with a big clock and you are in the middle of uh, the street and uh, this like taxi drives by along the street and splashes water on you oh, rude. and someone says like oh you look like a bunch of cons what a nice place so where do we find the London pug? <laughs> I turn into a pug dog. <laughs> I, I look around <laughs> and I see a building called the Bloody Crotch. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh no! No! Bloody Ew! Oh my god. Wait, is it is it like the bloody crotch? Like it's covered in blood, or is it no, like, like person, the crotch? It also, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like an um, exclamation. Really sleazy. 
All right, so are you guys asking around in the pubs about a John Constantine? I mean, yeah. do can we and go in pubs? Like, like you, you gotta, I'm, you gotta let us. Yeah. Oh, um. Well, they will. I, I. Hmm. As a bartender, um, I can tell you right now, they will let you yeah, into yeah. the bar, but they will ID check you if you try to buy anything. This is yeah, okay. You can drink Fair it enough. Like, Typically, you can drink it like what ten here. No, no, it's it's eighteen. Uh, Ryan looked it up a minute ago. <laughs> so you could get a drink, cyborg, but none of the rest of them could. And if you guys are just going in, then like and asking questions, then like they might answer just you know answer your question. Um, I go in and I'll I, I ask. I'll have uh, one of your finest beers. Oh my god. They definitely ID check you. <laughs> bloody uh, he, he goes, bloody Americans. They got robot pots now? Yeah, whatever. Um, and he's like, and he's like, I'm gonna need to see an ID, young man. Uh, ID? Uh, Alright. I show, I show my Titan's badge. <laughs> Teen <laughs> Titan. He's like, that's not what I'm talking about. Oh crap! Uh, I have a driver's license, right? Yes. Okay, I, I show him that. He looks at it. Yeah, damn Americans. Yeah, that works. Got the birth date on it. He's like, and he he fills up. He gets you a beer. <laughs> so, it's like, the what what Bud kind Light. of beer is it? It's a Bud Light. Uh, it's. it's a Bud Light. This is in England. This is in England. I'm trying to think, okay. like, I mean, the beers aren't that different from like, what are yeah, the yeah, yeah. Yeah, I was gonna say, both um, to assume they don't serve that in England. Okay, <laughs> they might, they might. He might just, but he gives you, he just gives, he gives you a beer. I am not gonna get into beer. I don't even like thinking about beer because beer is gross. I but like um, <laughs> uh, he gives you, he gives you a beer. Um. Probably write, sucks play, because it's a beer. I want to play this bartender for you, and he needs some help. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I mean, yeah. Feel free, feel free to do to do drink stuff as the resident bartender. I think Ryan and I both got you covered. Yeah, I I take yeah. a drink. I'm like, this is terrible. <laughs> I I, I I go up and I try to and I try to take a drink of what he's drinking. He goes. I know passing off to the younger ones. I so little little question marks appear over my head when he says that to me, and I look for the nearest person, um, and I kiss them. Uh, <laughs> oh God! Uh, I, Holy I think... shit! We've gotten to it. We've gotten oh, to geez. the consent issues. Um, okay, they are a normal human or person. They have no ability to resist you. <laughs> They no, I don't like wrestle them. You... Like, <laughs> well, I mean, I guess you would surprise them, but like, like if they try to push you away, you're like a wall. It's like random guy at the bar. <laughs> yeah, no. If they try to push me away, I would definitely respond to that. But I, I'm not. Think I'm just thinking of this as like as like a regular like, you know, it, like like if you if you watch Teen Titans uh, like Trouble in Tokyo, like this doesn't really yeah, occur yeah, yeah. as a big deal. Okay, yeah, I know. And so it happens, and then they react because it's a surprise. Okay. Like, and they're Are like, they oi, what? 
Wait, also, who who do you kiss? Do you kiss the bartender or someone else? In, I love in, how in every there? single British accent of yours is the same. <laughs> I think it's spot on, honestly. Um, who's, <laughs> who's close to me? Um, I would say there's uh, the bartender in front, and then there's <laughs> there's um, there's a few people at the bar, both men and women. So I so I just want to clarify that I I I I don't believe that this would work, but I think that Starfire's confusion here is that she does not know if this is a different enough dialect to be a different language because she does not know what I'm saying. Um, okay, okay. So I am going to kiss the bartender. Okay. Oh man, gonna get kicked out is what's gonna happen. He okay. So you kiss the bartender and you pull away. Yeah. You do, I think you would have a more diet, like a better understanding of the dialect. Like you'd understand like British accent, like a native speaker and you could emulate it. Yes. If you choose to. It's like when, it's yeah, like when I am watching a British movie and I put on subtitles. Cause I like, I'm like, I need to, I can't follow this. Right. I I, 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 I I put myself in chance. I was like, whoa, whoa. And by the way, she's like 25 in alien years. Uh, um, he, so the bartender turns pink and then immediately starts stuttering and is like, oh, hey, hey, get the hell out of here, you fucking sprogs. He's like, he's like, he looks around and everyone is looking at him. He's like, she kissed me. All right, I'm not going in the fucking clinker. Get out of here! And he starts. He's like, "Get the fuck out of my pub." I yeah. I walk out sort of confused by like that reaction. I'm just and I'm just and I'm just like I'm just like and I'm just like I don't know what that bloke's problem was. I just wanted to. Try to play. <laughs> Raven, Raven looks at her quizzically for a moment and then goes. Starfire, you can't just kiss people without their consent. <laughs> oh no, I was I, I was I was not kissing him, I was And she sort of puts two and two together, like understanding where that like <laughs> sort of happened. It's like sort of Raven sh- just Raven just nods. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Um I uh, I actually I go I, I go back into the bar. <laughs> <laughs> I Oi, what the hell are you doing in here? I said get the hell out. <laughs> I am very sorry for kissing you without your consent. I try to drag Starfire out. <laughs> get out before yeah, yeah. I call the coppers. After, after I, li- I, I lift Starfire with telekinesis. After I say that, I leave. <laughs> <laughs> Float her out. <laughs> Okay, are you guys going to try the next pub? Maybe you'll actually ask your question. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay, you got into the next pub. There's a female bartender there. You can play that one if you want to, Charlie. Oh, goodness. <laughs> Good evening, darlings. What can I do for you? <laughs> Good. Thank you. <laughs> I don't know hey. how to so <laughs> we're looking for a uh, nice man. Uh, he goes by the name John Constantine. He's a little weird from what I understand. 
into paranormal stuff. Do I know who John Constantine is? <laughs> so, yes, in fact, he's a regular. He's pretty much a regular for everyone in the street. Yeah. And you turn and look and point as he's just walking out the side door. What's the name of this pub, by the way? Oh, I don't know. What's the name of the pub? The, 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 the Creaky John. <laughs> um, I like yeah. pub names out of my ass. It's very fun. <laughs> yeah, it is fun. Um, so, yeah. So, basically, you, you can point out to them that, oh, yeah, that's John going oh, out the side door just right now. Over there, yeah. I, uh, I address the barkeeper, and I point towards... Um, and I point towards uh, Edwina, and I say, and I say, um, and a scoop for me, mate. <laughs> <laughs> this is not an ice cream place. Nope, that's the slang. That's the slang. Oh, it out. is? It is? Yes. <laughs> and if you're I'm British and you're listening to me, I'm wrong, I'm very sorry. I'm doing my best. <laughs> okay, okay. No, no, good, good. Um, but, but. Okay, you you can say that, but but yeah, you guys turn as she points out the person leaving out the side door, and you see a blonde man stumbling out the side door. He has like a uh, like like a tan like trench coat type type thing that's like flowing behind him as he stumbles out the side door. That's our John. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna follow him. All right, are you guys following? I think we follow him. Yeah. All right, so, you all follow. Please tell out the door. We all are going to follow him, trying to be sneaky, but absolutely obvious. Yeah, <laughs> that sounds about right. <laughs> I am green. <laughs> Exit out the side door, and as you do, you look. You look around, and you see he's like down the alleyway, like pretty dang far away but still stumbling at the same pace and he like turns around the next corner I'm gonna follow him some more alright do you I'm guys start start pursuing yeah. Falcon and try and fly uh, uh, um, <clears throat> stealthily over to try and see where he's going I turn invisible okay. and I pursue him at my fast alien speed okay as you guys start doing that you guys start pursuing at high speed and invisibly and like like uh, flying over to get a view of him and the rest of you just following through the alleyway. It is like suddenly mist starts to roll out on the street. And whenever you turn a corner, he's turning the next corner. And those of you looking down from flying above, you... Like, as soon as you, like, get a little too high, it's like the mist is too dense for you to keep track of him. The only way you can really keep an eye on him is from following through the alleyways from behind. And no matter how fast you go in a weird spatial distortion, he's always around the next corner. Do you continue pursuing him? Does anybody have any like anti-magic that could like do that? <laughs> Does anybody think no to just magic. say hi? Can yeah. I grab him with telekinesis? You have to spell magic. You want? Yeah. You, want... you want to try to? I do. Okay. 
Um, so you cast telekinesis. As you cast telekinesis on him, he like drunkenly stumbles and like, like slightly does like a half turn back towards you, and like almost in like a passing way. Like you've never seen like spellcraft this fast or like unconscious. He casts counterspell at equal level. Uh, because that's how his leveling works. You guys will find out more later. But it's like you try to cast it, and then immediately he like, like he like like yeah like like he's switching away a fly. Jeez. Counterspells your telekinesis Jeez. and continues moving down the alleyway, okay. like he doesn't even notice you. Well, hey, hey, hey you, come back here. I cast, I cast vortex warp on him. What? It's a second oh. level spell. And yes. All right, he does. Okay, go ahead. Well, no, no, go ahead. Um, uh, yeah, he only gets one reaction. It's so. a Constitution saving throw, um, or else the target range 90 feet um, or the target is teleported to an unoccupied space of my choice. A constant saving throw. A Constantine saving throw. Is his constitution good right now, being that he's, you know, drunk? <laughs> mm, no. Um, and it's nine, so he does teleport. Whee! I put him... Like, right in the middle of us. I'm like, hey, buddy. Uh, what the hell? Oh, hey, sorry to surprise you like that. Uh, we're, uh, we're, we're, we're theoretically friends. Okay, um, are the rest of you doing anything actively against him on your turns? No. I'm just landing, okay. um, back with the group. I'm just trying to keep him around, obviously. You're all looking at him, and he looks at you, he's like, uh, what the hell? Bloody children? Eh, could be not what they've seen, though. And um, let me roll a d4. If anyone can guess what this spell is. Oh, no. Wait, did he actually work somewhere? Or is he doing this before that? Basically, you guys are watching him. Okay. And then it's like it's like you blink, but you didn't blink. And he's not in that the middle of that group anymore. Oh, okay, gotcha. Oh. He's somewhere else, but we can see him. And 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 you look around, and you see him casually strolling back down, like kind of at a quicker pace, but he's still walking. He's walking down an alleyway, and he dips around a corner. Ah, I cast locate object on his cloak. Okay, so you get a ping on his cloak. Now, the weird thing about this with locate object going is that as you guys pursue him down the alleyways and he dips around corners, it is like your locate object is going all over the place. Like there's some sort of spatial distortion effect that is like causing like it to be in one location and then further ahead, like in less than a second. And you guys pursue him in this way. He's now fleeing at a much uh, at a much more intentional pace until the mist clears you're no longer in alleyways and you have found yourself in some like more rural type looking area or like less buildings around 
and you see him quickly walk up the steps of this big manor and go through the door. Okay. I don't know what that sound effect was, but it was- <laughs> <That> <laughs> he was went like- through the door. Computer <laughs> dying. Not. I got to plug in. <laughs> um, I walk up and knock. Hey, buddy. It looks like we got off the wrong, on the wrong foot here. Yeah, we're not. We, we need your help. We're not trying to, like, we we're not trying to hurt you or chase you. Just hello. As as you knock, the door creaks open slightly. <laughs> Is it an abandoned building? No, it's like a big manor. Oh, I'm going in. <clears throat> yeah. Oh, jeez. <laughs> You're going in. I, I go in. Does anyone pursue it? Also going in. Yeah, I'm following. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> all right, you guys are all going in. Um, and Edwina's with you, by the way, through all of this yeah. as well. Probably like lagging behind a significant way, like a significant amount. Like, well, I mean, I guess she has thirty feet, and if you guys haven't all been 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 doing. No, uh, no, full speed been... spells and shit. Um, but probably like she's panting. She's like, <gasps> "Oh my gosh! Oh. Wait, are we going in someone's house without permission?" Okay, I'm in. <laughs> she walks in as well. <laughs> and you guys head inside. Like, uh, you left your door unlocked. <laughs> as soon as you step into the building. We need everyone to make wisdom saving throws. Okay. Oh, I'm great at those. Yeah, me too. <laughs> no, you actually are. Yeah, but I'll... yeah I know. <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> All right, everyone make I a save. I'm definitely not. This is why I scrolled in with no care in the I world. I feel like I shouldn't. Uh, but I rolled an at 20, fortunately. Jeez. Oh, wow. Mm. I got now... a four. Okay. <laughs> okay. Oh my god, a net one. <laughs> oh, yes. Now, even with a net... So, so even with the nat 20, I know I'm going to be a party pooper DM and say technically in 5th edition you can't crit succeed on saving throws. It's only for tag rolls and shit. Um, now, um, <laughs> it that, that doesn't hit the DC, unfortunately. Um, so... Everyone, what was this twenty-two you rolled? That was me. Oh, oh, that's that was you. Uh, that does not hit it either. Um, Nineteen points of psychic damage, which is you are not you are no you are not resistant to uh, Starfire. Damn. Okay. And you are suddenly thrown into this into a memory. We're gonna go one at a time here. Oh no. Oh boy. Raven. Yes. This is the day that you felt the existential dread, the sense of your father's powers growing stronger. And you know you had to leave the monks of Temple Azeroth and find people on Earth anywhere, anyone who could help you. And it seems a simple thing, but the fear in it is almost 
maddening. The unknown. All you know is that you have to leave. You cannot put these people who helped you and raised you so much in harm's way. And you gather your few belongings and in the most dread-filled moment of your life, step through a portal and appear in a bustling city, a stranger. Beast Boy, you are, are young, a young boy. You are, you've been through some hard times. Your body has changed, now green. Um, well, you would have been green because you're half orc. Yeah, that's weird. But you got your weird, uh, your animal powers. Um, things have been uncertain. You almost died when you were very, very little. But your parents are smart and capable people. They were able to heal you and it actually made you powerful. You could turn into the fun animals that you would always meet on safari with them in places like Brazil and Africa. And things will be better. But that is when a man walks in and sits you down and starts to give you news of the boating accident. Your parents have passed. Starfire. Your life, always up to this point, one of glory and privilege. But now your people, they have been defeated, brought low. You are in shackles and you are being sold to Gordanian slavers. You don't know what is going to happen but you know you must fight. Cyborg. Yeah. <laughs> you are in a car. You're talking to your mom. You're complaining to her about your father. Her husband, as you're referring to him. Won't even call him that. Suddenly, you guys head through an intersection and a car slams into the side of you. You tumble. And then the next thing you remember is waking up on a table. Not a hospital table, but in a Star Labs facility. Mm. You see your father there standing above you. You see his critical look looking you up and down, prodding parts of your now mechanical body that you realize in horror he looks at you and says don't worry son I've saved you but I'm afraid I wasn't able to do the same for your mother Robin you're standing up in the rafters like basically at in the the, the circus tent there's this area where the trapeze artists stand in between moments you have just finished a set with your parents and you see now them returning going into this beautiful combination trick that they are famous for 
You watch them. Your parents, they're the most beautiful people you've ever known. They are graceful and powerful. And right now, you don't think about anything. You don't think about the mobsters that have been making threats at, in, in the circus as you guys have been stationed outside Gotham. You just see your parents. But then, suddenly, the rope falls, the trapeze ropes fall loose as they are at the height of their trick and they plummet to the ground. You screaming, you jump, trying to grab another one, swinging down, trying to grab them. Your father, holding on to your mother's hand, tries to reach out to you, but they crash to the ground, their bodies broken. Sometime later, you standing there in shock as the paramedics come and clean up the bodies. A man who you'll come to know very well walks up behind you, puts his hand on your shoulder. And that's the end of your vision. You all wake up in the mansion and shell-shocked from your experiences. And you're in this room, this like main entrance foyer and leading into like this wide open like study uh, like lounge area. There's books and things and there's a fire going. Um, and you are shaky. But you look around, you don't see the man you were pursuing. What would you like to do? John Constantine. <clears throat> we're here needing your help. I think as an impulse, I check back at Edwina because we're superheroes and she's a civilian. Mm -hmm. she, she hasn't stood up yet. She's sitting there on the ground, just shaking um, and just kind of swallowing. Like, she keeps swallowing. Like, she tries to say something and then just keeps swallowing. Um, yeah, she's very shaky. Did, did we break the child? I, uh, yeah, I, I sort of, I sort of unclench my fist and just, like, go over to her side and, like, put a hand on her shoulder while Robin is doing whatever he's doing. Aaron kind of fume to myself for a bit, and I say, hey, that wasn't cool, man. In the chair over by the fireplace, you could have swore you didn't see someone in it before, but now you do. And he slaps the book shut and lays it on the coffee table nearby. He stands up, not yet facing you, and says, Well, casting spells on me in the alleyway and uh, all that shite. Not very cool, as you Americans say it. He turns around and looks at you. You see this man, grizzled face, blonde hair, and five o'clock shadow that you sense is probably a more constant staple of his look. And he says, uh, can you shut the door there, love? To um, Raven. And you, with like no point of resistance at all, reach over to the door handle and close it. Like, before you even realize that you obeyed his command. Thanks, I hate it. 
<laughs> and that's where we're going to end this episode of Teen Titans Roll. Oh no! We're going to kill John Constantine. <laughs> <laughs> my first, the bad thing is my first impulse after having to relive that again is to throw an explosive. Thing. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. What, what happened? Pretty much. That I don't think attacking him will be a good idea, but I kind of want to know what happens. <sighs> I know it's not well, a good idea, which is why I didn't start blowing up his house. <laughs> we can take no. him, guys. Maybe. I don't think we can. <laughs> Andy seems to have some hold on, on you guys. We have a Tamaranian! Well, I... Uh, or maybe he has a Tamaranian. No, no, no he does not. Traumatized and also maybe being mind controlled. <laughs> we have yep. a Tamaranian, but they have a Hulk. <laughs> That's what happens when you walk into the house of mystery and you're not invited. <laughs> Listen, she, the girl said she wanted a mystery. About they that, opened so the door for us. He opened the door. <laughs> And then, uh, and then Doctor, then Benedict Cumberbatch walks down. The <laughs> and he's like, and he's like, well, that happened. Look. <laughs> Time to Scooby Doo this shit. <laughs> to be fair, we're not vampires. We don't need an invitation to go inside. It's true. We can fucking open doors on our own. We're very powerful. <laughs> not this one. <laughs> So my feelings about Teen Titans Go are complicated because I watched Teen Titans Go to the movies and it was great. Like the comedy was really good mm -hmm. and it's good. And I also watched the kind of the crossover movie where it was the Teen Titans and versus the Teen Titans Go. And I thought that was also pretty good uh, in terms of like writing slash like acting. Uh, the, the animation was like sort of like Toon boomish, but um, but like it's one of those things where it's like regardless of like how good or enjoyable Teen Titans Go is for what it is, or how much the cast enjoys doing it, or all these things, it's like Teen Titans Go still like even if you don't get into the conversations about like you know it trolling fans or doing whatever, it's still like ruined the state of like cartoons and cartoon network in the recent in like the recent decade because like they literally played nothing but repeats of t 
Teen Titans Go one week just constantly, and then like one movie one afternoon. Okay, now let me come and... in here as the Teen Titans Go defender, which for some reason seems to be a rather resident <laughs> position in this show. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the fact of the matter is that that's not the show's fault. That's the deranged. That's the neck networking. networking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I have That's seen a fair. few episodes at this point, and it is actually very entertaining. I've seen a lot more episodes, and maybe about forty percent of them are like good. And like, it's it's <laughs> like it's not a good like show, but it's like entertaining <laughs> to put on. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. Just like yeah. this is and, stupid. <laughs> yeah, and that's all fair. I mean, how but like the, the the face of the original story, but um. Mm-hmm. It's, an, it's and, definitely an AU at this point. Yeah, oh well, yeah, it's yeah. entirely AU. Yeah, yeah. Um, and that's all totally fair. Um, however, I think that what, like, Teen Titans Go is, like, in terms of, like, like what it is, it's, like, really sugary candy. And, and I think that the network, like, Cartoon Network as a network was, like, Oh, we could just throw this shit out there. Kids will eat that up and they'll watch it all day. And it sort of also slanted like the direction of a lot of like cartoons, like tw- like away from like action cartoons of like you know like semi serious stories and like like good artistry to like comedy, which is fine. And but like comedy of like haha fart joke and let's twerk a lot. And I'm fine. I love fart jokes, but listen, like, like what I'm saying is that I don't think the Powerpuff Girls reboot would exist if, if, if not for Teen Titans Go. And that's that, like, it's guilty of that sin, at least of like producing shows like that. (laughs) And again, I don't think the show can be blamed for its effects. I don't think it could have expected like to be as popular as it did. Like. I, like, if you watch the first season, the first season is kind of directly parody of Teen Titans. It's like almost a Teen yeah. Titans abridged series. But then it just got mm. so popular, and there's like, you know, ten seasons, and it's just like, yeah. what are we even ripping on anymore? And the, the chaotic side of me just finds that flaming garbage to be, like, fascinating, and I love it. Okay. And and I appreciate that, okay. Really and like I appreciate that chaos. Gone too far. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But like, I I definitely feel like it's gone too far. And I definitely think that, like, I'm not saying it's the show's fault. I'm saying, or here here's what I'm not saying. I'm not saying the show intended to do it, or I'm not holding any ill will against the the show for being what it is. I'm just saying that. I do see a line of correlation between the existence of the show and the proliferation of it and the proliferation of like subsequent like copied humor in other shows. And I just don't think it's the most productive direction for animation to be taking. Yes. I I agree with that. that. I agree with that hardcore. (laughs) I, I, I was honestly hoping that the um, popularity it had gotten would actually make people like recognize the original show and try and. Oh it. yeah, yeah. But that didn't happen. So. <laughs> no. Yeah. It's, no, it's basically it's basically Family Guy for kids, though. Is the thing. It's basically the kids. <laughs> that's family that's guy. the best stuff. No, family the guy best is description better. of it. 
No, oh, wow. You just defended Family Guy. Uh, I don't, okay. uh, family Guy is okay. here. So, what's our question for tonight after that? <laughs> we can't do critique on this podcast. It'll get weird. <laughs> well, I'm glad I have it for the end portion anyway. I'll be right back.